Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to Jewels by Jewels. And today I have a, what I call them, my power couple, sister, friend, brother, all in one, uh, Minister Reese and Minister Jenya. What's going on? What up? What up? So today I'm going to talk about when two worlds collide. So you have the gentleman who is, you know, the other side, and you have the lovely lady on one side <laughs> and then two worlds collide yes. and it make what's called power mm -hmm. um oh, no. so we're gonna talk about some different things but all in all is just gonna narrow down to what we want to talk about of life and when two worlds collide and make it amazing mm -hmm. what god has in store so so let's get started okay so the first amazing question i have for you guys is how long have you been married uh, wait, can we say hello to the people? You can do whatever you want. Hey there, people. <laughs> What's up, everybody? <laughs> Jules is Jules. I want to say thank you, Jules. Yeah. Thank Thanks you for so letting much. us thank come you. on here. This is wonderful. Yes. I'm very excited. Okay. You're amazing, Jules. You guys, too. Thanks. <laughs> How right, many so years have we been married? This coming June yes. will be 15 amazing years. Burr, 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 burr. Give it up 15 years, everybody. Burr, burr. 15 years wow. of not toleration, no. but celebration. That's wonderful. That's good. Yeah. A lot of good times. Well, Tons of good, good. times. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah. 15, 15 years. 15. Yes. Everybody should party on June the 4th. Just, I mean, June the 5th. 5th. I, dang it, I did it again. June the okay. 5th. Because um, we got married 2004, so I have uh, the 4 in my head. Okay. But, yes, everyone should party on that day. I, June, I 5th. So. June 5th. We declare that as a national celebration day yes. of Jen and Reese. 15. Love. Right this on. year, turn up 2019, uh, June 5th. I like it. Turn up like right for Jen and Reese. For, turn up ready. for love. Turn up mm. for love. You got to turn up for love. Yes, hashtag. If you don't hashtag. know us, turn up for love. I like it. That's hashtag. what's happening. That's Look going down. Thank you. See, Jules, you just dropped the jewel. <laughs> Bam. Just like that. Just like that. Get ready. It's going to be like this. Oh, I love it. Heard, heard. <laughs> Fantastic. And was it love at first sight? Okay, so my story is a little different than what he I got the real story. In, in, in his head. He knows his own truth. I know my truth. Okay. <laughs> that is for sure. I know my truth. And I know unwavering. the truth. Amen. Okay. T-H-E-E. -E Amen. Truth. As truth. In, as in the God truth? Most definitely. Well, are you? Okay, let's you talk about You share yours this. first. No, no, you go first. No, no. Ladies first. Okay, fine. That's what it says right. in the Bible. Well, you know what? Oh, it doesn't truth say Truth goes first. Right on. All right. Uh, did I... Have love at first sight? No, ma'am. Okay. I did notice him, though. Okay. For a very special reason. Okay. Happened to be singing mm -hmm. on a Sunday morning and noticed a few times um, on these Sundays, but one in particular where I was just like, well, who is this cat that keeps mm -hmm. singing and worshiping and sitting close to the stage, which never happens with young right. adults, you know? I was 22. I think 22. Mm -hmm. um, so seeing this was just kind of like, huh. And being at the church, the same church since forever, mm -hmm. you just don't see that. Right. Not at that particular time. That was right. 2002. You just oh. don't see that. And so when, uh, when I'm looking out there and I'm like, well, who is this? Who's this cat? Hey, whisper, whisper. Does anybody know who this guy is? Hey, does anyone know who this Nobody guy is? Nobody knows. Nobody knows who he is. <laughs> so I made it my mission, which hmm. many people know of... Jenya Cherie, mm -hmm. that I will run after new people. I will run after folks mm -hmm. that the Lord places on my heart right, right, right. to see if I can't get them involved in church. Yeah. yeah. So I can't say it was love at first sight. It was more like a, an, an 
notice something different about him at first sight. Uh, gotcha. If that no, helps. that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then things began to develop from there. But go ahead, please no, share no, yours. No, that's a pretty accurate depiction of what happened Amen. from your your no, view. No, from what's true. So that that's your view. <laughs> that's your view. I'm not trying to change that. I'm just trying to add to it. I'm okay. just saying when I'm, I first saw. Wait, you, hold on. I gave my view of you. Just give your view of me. Okay. Don't be adding so, no extra stuff. Well, you know I got to. <laughs> That's why we celebrate for 15. Hey, hey. Go ahead. Um, so when I saw Jenya, um, I was I was in a whirlwind of just emotions or whatever because I just had got like re- that day I received mm-hmm. Christ is when I saw her. Right. And so I had a whole whirlwind of, of things going on. So when I saw her, I don't recommend this because young adults today in 2019 and this this demographic is very creepy. Mm-hmm. So when people say this to me, I automatically go to like nine one one. Y'all better call somebody. I'm about to kill somebody. <laughs> right. and somebody mm-hmm. says God said to me that you're. I, I, but I also have a soft spot for it because God actually before I ever knew the voice of God, mm-hmm. I knew the voice of God in me because right. His voice sounded like my voice because I was already in a, in a pretty jammed up situation as far as relation wise, and I just received Jesus and a voice that sounded like my voice that I knew it was God because I wasn't that clever to say this was mm-hmm. that's the one upon right. seeing her on stage and in, in her worship glory. <laughs> hey, hey. Uh, it wasn't a lustful thing. Mm-hmm. It was, it was, I was awestruck by her, her look. Cause when the voice said, that's the one, mm-hmm. um, part of my prayer was when I received Christ was God. If a, the person that I was currently with in a relationship with, if this wasn't the person that you created and designed for me, mm-hmm. take her out of my life. I don't want her and replace her, which, which is with the person that you have for me, because I'm never going to do good alone. Right. That was part of my salvation covenant exchange with oh. Jesus. Right, and right, so right. when that voice said, that's the one it came too fast. It was, it was crazy. So I, I rebuked it. I was like, bro, get out of here, bro. You tripping. Wow. And wow. so as I go up to receive Christ that day and she was out as the worship team normally is mm-hmm. and I'm walking through after I talk some, some time with Bishop, um, I'm walking to backstage to what we call evangelism. I see her again and a voice said again, that's the one. And so mm-hmm. I rebuked it. So from the time that Jenny first saw me and really noticed me, um, I didn't, I was running. I was running from the idea of getting wow. to know her or any other person. I just was trying to find the Lord. Right. So to answer the question, was it love at first sight? It was more so, it was a love that I had never known before at first sight. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so it was yeah. it was a love that, that I, it wasn't, I it was unfathomable to me at that point because I didn't know that this existed like that. I didn't right. know about purpose love. All I knew okay. was was temporary pleasure and momentary right. and all that stuff. So, which is not love at all, to be honest with you. But anyway, so to answer the question, I didn't know. God knew and mm-hmm. I knew I was getting to know God. So it was it was happening oh. with with without my permission. Hmm. Um, I love that. So because sometimes we, we try to get into relationships that has not no business getting into yeah, relationships. Sure. Mm-hmm. But Train then we fat, right. And then when you do and it's like you said, it's happening without you knowing because right. that's God's putting like the pieces and the puzzles together and you don't that's even realize good. it's happening. That's yeah. good. So that's that's good. Yeah. So that rolls into my next question. Come on now. So after you guys finally met and mm-hmm. your worlds start to collide, like what are the challenges that you guys faced? Because you came from a different background, yeah. both of you totally yeah, different that's backgrounds. Good. Yeah, that's like how did good. that? <laughs> we got match. an answer. We got, got an answer. For I don't that. know if you got enough time, <laughs> but we might have to do like four podcasts back to back, do like a trailer podcast. Anyways, <laughs> part one, part two, part seventeen. <laughs> anyway, all right. So you go first. Um. What were some of the challenges we faced after we knew each other? So challenges for me, this mm-hmm. may not, it may not sound like a challenge, but no, maybe it does. Um, 
I am a lover. Mm-hmm. I love love. I'm a lover of love. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm a, I'm, I'm, I, can, I can be with someone. Actually, this has never actually happened before. It was just with Reese. Um, I never figured I could be with someone 24-7. Uh, I could be with this cat all day, mm-hmm. every day. When we were just kicking it, right? He was such a a joy to be around, so fun. Um, so, but part of the challenge was he wasn't necessarily like that mm-hmm. um, for a long amount of time. Yeah. Um, where I think that was what the challenge was: is me trying to make sure that I can give him some air to breathe. Mm-hmm. Um, I had never really had a true, true boo. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I had true a couple, boo. a true dot boo, com. A hashtag, another one. Write that down. Uh, We're going to forget them. <laughs> um, I, I, I had a couple of cats that I used to kick it with and mm-hmm. maybe would have called my boyfriend back in the day, you know, yeah. um, he shakes his head. No, but, uh, false. false and you're the only one. Oh, no, you're the only one, boo. You're the only one. <laughs> <laughs> <But> always <wait. laughs> Um, so, but I, honestly speaking, I didn't know a mm-hmm. relationship could be like this. So I just wanted to be with them all the time. Mm-hmm. I had to learn that people need to breathe. Yeah. Um, so, and that was challenging to me because it almost felt like he doesn't want to be with me <laughs> when really it was just, he just needs to go to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I need my moment. Solo. I just need to go to the restroom, bro. No, I'm, I'm being real extra, but, um, you know, and if if he had to work lengthy amount of yeah. of days or something like that, because back in the day, what he used to do was time consuming, yeah. and it would be like a challenge for me to like be cool mm-hmm. with um, having some separation time for work or separation time for whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was probably that's the first challenge I can think of, and I I do have another one, but you go. go ahead. Um, my I guess my challenges when we first started kicking it, like hanging out tight, was um just understanding who I was in this new relationship because not only did I have a new relationship with a young lady that I was digging hard but I was also learning who I was and my identity in Christ yeah. at the same time and mm-hmm. so without her I was trying to learn how to balance it and I never wanted to parallel somebody to my relationship with God because I think mm-hmm. a lot of times we do that as mm-hmm. as we're transitioning mm-hmm. as young adults or whatever and we get with God and most people most of the time you see a girl bring a guy to church mm-hmm. and he bases his relationship with God based upon his relationship with the girl right. sure. I right. believe you got to go vertical before you go horizontal Correct. and it's not God says I'm jealous mm-hmm. I have no other gods before me and sometimes you base tag him up with somebody else and so mm-hmm. I knew enough about God and my studies and the Bible and what I was learning was to go to go vertical before horizontal so I was trying to understand how she helped me with my relationship Mm -hmm. so i was trying to also keep that healthy separation because in the event that this didn't work for whatever reason mainly it would have been been because of me because she was perfect still is Uh, Um, because i was tripping and i didn't understand who i was and i was learning who i was in christ that was the part where i was trying to battle between um jenny said and jesus said kind of moments you know okay. what i mean yeah, making yeah, sure yeah. that i was very cautious not to parallel both though she was of jesus and she is the pro to this day and i don't even say this because she's standing here probably one of the most godly godliest people i've ever been around mm-hmm. as far as like inside and out some people yeah. put on the front so i was making sure that i was cautious of pairing Jenny with jesus mm-hmm. though she was a god thing though she is a god thing 
she's not God. Correct. Right. And so I was the challenge was making sure I kept that healthy separation mm-hmm. and and putting Jesus in his rightful place and my relationship in his rightful place. Submitted right. to Jesus, not equal to. Yeah. Um that's and good. that was that was interesting. Mm-hmm. That's good. And so that was a, that was a challenge like me and sometimes that came off like you said earlier that came off to her like I just need a little bit of space um to process who I am, who who I'm mm-hmm. becoming. So I don't believe you can give what you don't possess. Correct. So I didn't want to give her some manipulated view of myself sure. or some view that was currently in the in transition of changing yeah. and then have her start you know the first three months of dating anybody you start you can you can be anybody you can sure. be rich you can yeah. be a billionaire's kid you can yeah. be all the above after that they find out you ain't got no money uh-huh. <laughs> and they disappointed yep. and your whole uh, foundation is jacked now mm-hmm. and i didn't want to do that so i was making sure as i was becoming i was um revealing that mm-hmm. not the guy, you know, six months previous, because mm-hmm. I ain't even like that guy. I love him, yeah. just didn't like him. So I yeah. didn't want her to have that experience and I exposure. Think that's a, a principle that he always lived by, though. Yeah. Um, that was evident from the time of meeting him that he wasn't going to put on something that wasn't true. Right. Not at all. Um, as a matter of fact, I even remember us having a conversation when we were just dating. Um, I don't know why it came out, but it was just like, you know, I I, I guess maybe because of things that you had seen around you or sure. something. Um, he had said, let's make sure that we never bring something out as though it's the truth. And then later on, we find out that it's not like that was just something that we had had a conversation about. I remember I that because for me, it was so specific in that area because everything I've always did, I always had done relationship wise was always fabricated. Yeah. Everything I've ever seen, even my per- my parents' relationship, I was like, this stuff is so over heightened and fabricated. Like it ain't even real. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and I just didn't want to start my new life in Christ, this new relationship with this girl that I did not bring to me because I couldn't have, I couldn't have, I couldn't have done it. Like I know me, I am, I'm not what was me story. I know mm-hmm. I'm a pretty big deal. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but <laughs> but I know that I couldn't have done this yeah. because what did I do to warrant this mm-hmm. this type of caliber of young lady who had maintained herself and and just beautiful inside and out and who loved god more than she loved anybody yeah, yeah. and then she also was attracted to me and we were starting to develop this relationship so i didn't i was very specific like i didn't want to contaminate it with something that i i was currently changing right so i'm like that was a challenge mm-hmm. to make sure we kept a good space though i wanted to be with her mm-hmm. though i wanted to hang out um when we hung out it was it was very uh, always about quality but I also was getting to know myself and become getting to a place where I actually loved who I was becoming, and I don't want to, you know, really? pre-expose yeah. certain things to this woman that I would have to apologize. And plus, her standard was so high, I want to make sure I was right at all times. To be honest with you, right on. Um, and I didn't want to subject her to my nonsense because nonsense was leaving, mm-hmm. exiting the building, yeah. and I made sure. So to this day, there's some things that I just thank god for jenny and jesus that things changed in my life because yeah. they've made me who i am today so that kind of goes along with what I, the second thing that i was going to yeah, say cool. with like um challenge was learning each other yeah, um yeah. personality wise oh yeah and i guess that that would just continue to go on as relationship develops like years yeah. and years mm-hmm. you still learn more and more about the person which is great yeah um but i think that that was part of a challenge because i can sound like like when we're communicating Here's one thing about me that people may or may not know. I um I can sound like I'm turning up when I'm having a conversation with someone, mm-hmm. and I'm not really angry. I just get passionate about what I talk right. about, and so it sounds like I'm going off. You know, my my my. He always says my dbs, my decibels, decibels in my in my, in my peaking right now. <laughs> He's like, hey, Chill. bring bring them decibels decibels down a little, bring the dbs down. But really, I'm just. 
I could be excited about something yeah. or I could be passionate about yeah, what yeah, I'm talking yeah. about if we're having like a discussion about mm-hmm. something or a debate. Um, but that was something of just learning, learning. where it was like, yeah. why are you getting upset? And I'm like, oh, no, I ain't upset. We're just talking. We have it. But see, that's how yeah. my family probably is. When we talk about something like stories are like, what? You know? And it's funny because my family is the exact same way. Like, we, we turn up. Like, we got, we, we just talking about the basketball game and boy everybody in the room and they speaking all kind of ways and but it could lead to a easy like it could lead to blows in 10 seconds but yeah hers didn't mean that but i when she came at me like that when she would approach her situation <laughs> yeah. to make a point i'm like yo chill 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 because i know the next thing is blows i'm like no i love this like no I'm, I so i took yeah. her I, I mixed her stuff in with my stuff right. and it kind of became confusing right. for a second i'm like and she had to explain it and that's what time does yeah and genuine mutual like we in this thing to, to do this thing for real it makes you abort and abandon your previous way of doing things yeah and you kind of create the new thing together so now i understand so when she turned up now i'd be like hey turn up boo turn up boo oh boo. my gosh no i don't clap my hands like i'm <laughs> just being that. extra <laughs> no what i love about that that part is that um if you didn't take the time to spend time on you oh yeah and you didn't right. take time to have that space to allow him to have that space mm-hmm. it's over you won't have what you have right now. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, and that's good for the younger ones who are growing up now because they they just want to rush and do these things. And then if he gets an attitude and you haven't dealt with the attitude and then all of a sudden it becomes something totally off script and then now you're in counseling because you didn't deal with it before. Right. You know what I'm saying? What happens is, what I found out too, Jules, when people do that is you take on projects. Everybody yeah. likes a project. Like, mm-hmm. we're created to build something. Mm-hmm. God put us here with a spirit. He's a creative. Mm-hmm. He's the creator. We're like him. We say things. It happens. Mm-hmm. You start seeing people's problems. And even though you don't like it, it mm-hmm. becomes like this weird, weird attraction that I get to fix this. I get uh-huh. to fix. So as you, you don't get to fix anybody. You, right. you and I can't fix Jack Diddley squat. Right. People, if Jesus can fix it, but you got to let him have that time. Yeah. And so people get attracted to these problems and they find, out, they find themselves in this nightmare of a relationship. Mm-hmm. But you help build it. You yeah. contributed to it as opposed to sending them back to the foot of the cross. Let them figure that out. So when they come to you, they know who they are. Right. That's so good. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? That's really good. So I'm going to veer off. Come on. Because okay. this was so good. Okay. I got stuff. Yes. Come on. All right. <laughs> so 15 years, how long you've been in ministry? Um, I think since 2005. Ministry as in what? Because he's been serving since he I've been serving since day one. 18 years of service, that, straight for up. For sure, that, if that's the answer you sound like the for. military. I'm sorry. You missed, you <laughs> I, I, I've, been, military I've been doing the Lord's work. I've been in this thing for 18 hard years. <laughs> <laughs> no, I really started, like, I got saved December 15th. December yeah, 16th, I was serving. That's I was good. Like, the following week, I met Eric, uh, oh, yeah. which was in charge of media, and that's what I currently was doing for my profession. And I started serving immediately. So wow. that's 2001. So that's so it's just like, coming. Well, this this like the end, in December it'll be 18 years. Yeah, I'm prophetic, so I round up, visionary. <laughs> oh my right gosh! On. So yeah. So 18, but in that capacity, in that yeah, capacity. we've been serving. So, but ministry, as in like really ministering to like okay. people. Yeah. yeah. Since people. 2005. Five. Right? Yes. Both you two. Okay, so I've been here at the at Abundant Life. Shout out to Abundant Life. Hey, hey, hey. hey, hey. Um, I've been at the church since uh, nineteen. Come on now. Eighty four. Whoa, y'all! Wow. Ugh. I was two. But go ahead. You shut it. <laughs> <laughs> I was only four. Okay. Dang it. Um. To yeah. So nineteen. 
84. Established. Got in ministry mm-hmm. when I was a children's leader back Check in the out. day. And I was uh, probably 10 years old. So that would be uh, 1990. And if we want to say it, like I started singing and stuff in the children's band mm-hmm. when I was 10 slash 11. So ministering since then. Wow. Um, but uh, shifting into the area of um, not just to a group of people, because mm-hmm. that's different ministry mm-hmm. when you're you know ministering to just a full group of people, a room full of people mm-hmm. versus some one-on-one yeah. stuff. Um, I would say that that probably started uh, when I was in uh, my teenage years because mm-hmm. I was a leader in our um, high school ministry back in the day. Okay, well, that's so, good. A long time. You've long been time. doing this a long time. Yeah, long man. Time. Long time. Long time. Long time. Long <laughs> time. So this will lead to my other question. So, uh-huh. so now I call you guys a power couple because it's kind of rare to find different different aspects of different. You carry a different aspect. You carry sure. a different aspect, yeah. but together it comes power. Yeah. Mm. So, what I'm gonna talk about challenge. What challenge have you faced mm-hmm. as being a power couple? Okay. Raising family. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, in ministry itself. And also working on your dreams. Let me go first. Okay. Okay, so what challenges have we faced? I'm going to start with, with ministry. Okay. And the reason why I'm going to start there is not that that's the first priority because family is definitely first priority. Yeah. But we, I don't really know. We've had, the challenges were defining lines of what's ministry and what's family. Mm-hmm. Because we have this, this weird sense that when we connected to somebody or something, mm-hmm. it's all family. Mm-hmm. And we, you know, people are like, Today, everybody's like, you know, work-life balance and all this stuff like this. I believe that you compartmentalize things. Mm-hmm. It doesn't work so much so when it comes down to the things of the kingdom. And here's why. Mm-hmm. I use this analogy that people tried to, they thought that the Titanic was an unsinkable ship because what they did was instead of mm-hmm. having one huge hull at the bottom, yeah. where if it hit something, it would rip through, they make compartments. Well, what happens is they made these compartments in the front. It hit the iceberg and the compartment in the front felled up and it bled into the other one, bled yeah. into the other one. The ship yeah. would have lasted longer had it been one whole hull. Right. So we We've learned, like, listen, we brought our kids up in ministry. Mm-hmm. We don't make it a chore. Church is not what you have to do, is what you get to do. Yeah. So church is our family. Mm-hmm. There is a moment where we break off, but when we break off, we end up going to find a new family because there's mm-hmm. no place we can go without telling somebody about Jesus. Right. So it's, it's, it's not like a... Uh, something we punch in and punch out. It's right. actually a calling. Like, mm-hmm. we really believe in living this thing for real. And I ain't come from where I came from to do what I'm doing now. Mm-hmm. Play, play, halftime, part-time. So some of the challenges were, as far as the ministry leadership how in her role and my role, were I believe our biggest challenge was because she's a leader, dynamic leader. Mm-hmm. I'm a dynamic leader. And so merging ideas... And, and picking and choosing when we're going to make these things work. Like if she had an idea about a certain thing, I, our, because our talents are not conflicting, they actually work with each other. Like she's in, she does tech. I mean, I do tech. She does the worship and arts kind of deal. Or I minister, uh, preach, and she sings and does praise and worship. So I just learned to let her flow in her area of her anointing. And she's learned to help. What she's doing is making a way for me to do what I do. Mm-hmm. And what I do on the other end, as far as the media stuff, just being a consultant over that kind of business, it actually supports her. Right. So it's kind of one and the same. Like, we don't have, like, she does the parking lot <laughs> and I do the singles ministry. Right. It, it doesn't work like that. Like, yeah. our, our ministry life has always been merged together mm-hmm. uh, because they work very, very hand similar, in hand, in, hand in hand. So we kind of embrace that. But I think if there's a challenge, it would be, like, taking her idea 
when she has a clear a clarified idea about something and me executing that without trying to over implement my idea of how it should be executed mm. while facilitating the vision and mm. I think when just submitting and serving each other um that's the answer to the challenges that we face and our and our family just is in it like our sons are in ministry um so it's beautiful that's a, it's like a hard question I think almost challenges mm-hmm. cuz I don't know that we've had necessarily any challenges mm-hmm. Yeah. In ministry, uh, you know what I mean? What you said was good about um, just grabbing a hold of, of the family aspect and, and making sure that we do have some great balance, but uh, or figuring out the balance between, mm-hmm. you know, because even though they're not blood family, they're just family. It's just family. family. Yeah. Like, bottom line. That we don't is, meet strangers. Yeah. That's been said of us, and I, I think that's one of the greatest compliments to sign up uh, to signify our ministry. We, I guess maybe if, if it was a challenge, is just um, m- making sure that we keep time for the yeah, family, absolutely. meaning the, fi- the four of us, the yeah, dynamic yeah, yeah. of that, of our home, yeah. because we can easily spend the majority of our time for others. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not even that it's a bad thing, um, because even the boys will ask, our, our two pumpkins will say, well, who's coming over today? Right. Oh, and wow. then we'll so, be like, it's just us. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, no, well, I'm like, wait a minute. Out how to do that. Like, are, are we, we not, not good, good enough? enough? <laughs> I am good, your daddy. It's but that's so good. good. But that's good, though. It's so good. Yeah. So, so they're raised in community. It's, yeah. Yes. And they, so, I think that, that it helps um, us do what it, we're called to do. Yeah. Um, but it's still, uh, anybody who's listening to this, when you have your family, it's super important to spend time mm-hmm. with just that piece of the unit. Mm-hmm. It strengthens, it builds, and I believe that's what makes the boys want to be at church. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like they'll be sad when we're like, "No, you know, you're gonna stay home with Nana because you know you need to rest or yeah. you need mm-hmm. to whatever." Oh. I want to go to church, yeah. and then it's like, "All right, pack it up, let's, let's go," because <laughs> you don't want to kill that fire. Complete opposite yeah. of what we horror stories that we've heard. Oh yeah, but I think the key ingredient though that while we don't have it as a challenge, labeled mm-hmm. as a challenge in our brain, is because we've always celebrated what we've done. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's and true. And there's the difference. Like, I used to hear these terrible stories of pastor's kids that hate church and hate mm-hmm. everything because they always felt second to the ministry mm-hmm. or second to, you know, this event or something like that. But our kids, like, I, I did a memorial last week. We were doing a funeral. My kids were in the back room um, practicing their drums, practicing mm-hmm. their piano lessons wow. in the back room where our memorial is going out front. And then we made the whole day. But we do prioritize. Yes. Mm-hmm. So our priority is when we're going to have some fun, like it's just us doing this, we're mm-hmm. unplugging and we're going to have some fun. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And for some reason, that always entails somebody from the outside joining Sometimes, us. Yeah. Uh, but, but it's always welcome. Yeah. Yeah. So we, 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 we celebrate the, mm-hmm. what we get to do. And then when we party, when we, when we have fun, we, we have like we go at we go hard at it. I think also we give them we make sure that we uh um celebrate their value. Mm-hmm. Sure. So like just cuz they're coming to church they don't have to just sit on the first seat oh, no. and like just sit there and wait for us to finish. We'll try to give them a job, you know, like go turn on this switch. Even though it's one thing to do and the rest of the time they might be playing up front, you know, mm-hmm. by the altar while we're doing sound check or something like that. They did come in the building and they, that switch was their responsibility or sure. going to get mic- the microphone for mama mm-hmm. is their responsibility. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I believe that that is what's helping cultivate the fire desire to serve yeah yeah absolutely yeah. i want time time on that because i remember i think <clears throat> either you or you mm-hmm. one of you mm-hmm. said that um 
you did a family altar. You guys used to do family mm-hmm. altars with mm-hmm. them, and how mm-hmm. Ezra or if you don't mind me calling it mm-hmm. yeah. Ezra or Emery actually wanted to do family mm-hmm. altars. Oh, yeah. It was in there because you started at home, sure. yeah. so now it's tra- transitioning uh-huh. outside for we, the community. All the we time. just had that conversation last yesterday. Night. Last oh, wow. night, Same last yeah. night because we went to bed real. We spent time, haha, yeah. with a family. Yeah. Last night after church, yeah. and it was late, late. my friend, late. <sighs> And um, I'm like, okay, as soon as you get in the house, you, Jamie's on Jamie's brush, on your, brush teeth. your teeth and you're in bed. But we got to read our story, That's Mama. what, that was Ezra. He's like, but you said oh, see? that we're going to do it every single night, that we're going to spend time doing our devotions. And I was like, I'll right. be doggone. Right. <laughs> see. So Train it's still, up. from back in the day, mm-hmm. it's still happening. It's still um, uh, growing. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, that he'd check me, shucks. Hey. <laughs> Yeah, out the mouth, mouth of babe. Yeah. <laughs> Say it, baby. Baby. All right. So, and uh, it, this is just so much good nuggets. Um, Jenya. Yeah, yes. So that's your album, Jenya. Uh-huh. Hey. Jenya. That's what they call me. <laughs> <laughs> so how long has this album been stewing in the pot? Oh, good. Before grief. it became this big, amazing thing where it's now. My lord. Good grief. My lord. It's, it was brewing for about two years. Mm-hmm. Um, that was with a kick in the pants from Bishop. Shout out to Bishop Rick Thomas. Because yeah. if it wasn't for him kicking my butt, it mm-hmm. would not have taken place. That's mm-hmm. just the realness. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> two, two years. Um, and then I'm going to have to give a shout out to uh, Renee and Octavius as well. Woo-hoo. Because if it wasn't for them... Mm-hmm giving me a little push like yo min jen let's do this come mm-hmm. on min jen let's do this you know here's a couple of words what do you think and let's put this thing together i'm telling you what god mm-hmm. has he's placed us in the body mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. a purpose so shout yeah. out to renee <laughs> shout out to octavius Ray, Ray. and um great deal of of um just love and support from those guys mm-hmm. um Reminding me that this is what I'm on the earth for. Mm-hmm. So, you know, stirring stirring it up there for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and then putting it in the wonderful hands of our producer, Josh Dufresne. Do, I think it, I, shout, I shout him out all the time. You got to. Because he's amazing. Yeah. And he really helped us put it together. So That's good. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> album's already done. Yes. It's out there. Hallelujah. Out there. People <laughs> jamming out to yes. it. Right? What's next? Oh, more music. For sure. More music, for sure. Um, but also uh, being very in tune to the Holy Spirit of, of like, let's get this thing out here. Because mm-hmm. I know that the Lord gave us a sound. Yeah. And it's a sound to change the world. Mm-hmm. Okay? It's also not a sound just for me to make, but it's a sound to encourage others to make. Mm-hmm. So I know that this is not to just stay in my hands. I know it has to get out. So what's next is um, the continuation of the, I want to call it like reverberation of the sound or the echo of the sound, just continuing to go on and and on and on with this one album, but then continue to write and make some some new sounds for the earth. Sweet. Mm -hmm. Not only musically, Mm -hmm. it might add, Mm -hmm. she's stepped into a new lane recently that the Lord, yes, I'm telling people. Because God is good. Amen. Hey. Amen. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> I love it. But she stepped into a new thing um, of writing articles for a magazine recently. I didn't even tell you that, um, Jules. 
so yeah, it's not out yet. It's been she's she wrote her first article mm-hmm. a couple weeks ago. I did. I yes. and um, I submitted my first article. Yay! And, and has been asked to do to be a writer of a co devotional. Already write a co devotional with another young amazing person. Um, you could say it. And brother minister evangelist <laughs> uh-huh. bishop archbishop <laughs> apostolic abundance. Uh, <laughs> Ted Shuttlesworth Jr. Right on. They're going to co-write a devotional together for worship leaders and for, whoever. On worship. On worship. So it's yes. Like, it's like a jolt. So God is, God is doing a lot of stuff with this yes. young lady um, as far as like taking her beyond her, her yes. uh, comfort zone yes. and pulling mm. out these other gifts. Mm-hmm. And so that, that's been cool. But more music is coming, mm-hmm. but not only music. The texts will follow. Text will that proceed is awesome. or follow. I don't know. It may come first. Who knows? Who God knows? knows. Who knows? But she's doing stuff. That's what, that's what I'm trying to tell you. Good right stuff. <laughs> it's like yeah. my stuff. Yes. But no, let's talk. Okay, let's uh-huh. put Jenny on the Uh-oh. side. Yes. Uh-oh. Reese. Bring it, sir. Get on what, the And foot. don't have me um, correct anything. You better bring it. Oh, okay. So what? But if you do. I'll still love you. We're going to celebrate the correct. <laughs> no, so. Jen is doing her thing. Uh-huh. What is Reese doing? I'm just a good husband. Oh. I'm just a support system, you know. Uh, Cheerleader for her. Annie Mae had a... <laughs> that's not a That's not a good no, one. That's, no. that's, that's a terrible one for this podcast. Yes. Just don't worry about that. That's just a little humor for the listeners. Um, no, Reese Jackson right now, as I refer to myself as a third person. Because I got to step outside to see within. That's uh, actually really bars. good. You do need to do that. So I do. That's true. That's facts. I have to yeah. get beyond. I, I'm a taskmaster. Mm-hmm. So sometimes I get caught up in what I'm doing mm-hmm. and, and nothing else matters. Um, yeah. We've come through the project. I was a, a, a great uh, helper of Jenny. Just, you know, mm-hmm. Jenny and the team to support the album. So now that that's done and she's doing other stuff. For me, as far as like God is really opening up some doors mm-hmm. to travel and minister. Like I get a, it's a priv- beautiful privilege to stand next to uh stand behind bishop rick thomas as he opens these doors and mm-hmm. and just yeah. be next to the man of god on the road and seeing how that happens how that li- how that looks and, mm-hmm. and just being able to glean a lot from him as um as i will be traveling more mm-hmm. and evangelizing uh mm-hmm. taking on the role of an evangelist in mm-hmm. the near future uh aka that's happening now you know somebody who needs somebody to want to speak about somebody that, <laughs> hey. that want to tell everybody about somebody call me call, i know is. somebody uh-huh. um so yes that's that's what's happening right now and and uh i just dropped my phone praise the lord mm. and um yeah man just just growing a lot and and writing a lot and i know okay. she's gonna make me okay. say it. Uh, okay been, she's gonna make me say it but yeah, i had okay. a i didn't want to say it because i'm once you say something you're super accountable yes um, mm-hmm so I've been working on a book for like a long time. Mm-hmm. And so I, I recently, within the last several months, I thought I was coming to a place where I felt really, really good and really, really comfortable. And the Lord just dropped a new thing in my head and mm-hmm. my spirit. And he says, what you thought you've been laboring for for two years is not the first thing that people are going to see. The first things that people are going to read about you or what you have. Mm-hmm. That right there is true. It's the reality of that will come after you do this thing. And so he gave me within like a couple hours, the whole like outline for a new book. So my first book, which I thought was going to be my first book is not, it's going to be the second book. Mm -hmm. The second idea came so fast. This is things that I've already lived. I already, I didn't know that I knew these things until he put it in me and realized that somebody needs to hear this. And he, and he, so he unveiled that. And so, um, my, my, my goal 
moving forward is to get this thing done. I'm not going to throw out a time thing because I don't want to be... Uh, I think you should. I think you should not think right now <laughs> <laughs> in front of Jules and all these people listening. I think you no, should. I'm just kidding. But I, it's going to happen this year, Jules. Let me say that. Can okay. I say that? Is that all right? I because said I'm going to hold you to it, though. It's going to happen this year. Everyone's going to hold you to it. I know. And I'm not scared. I'm just nervous. Uh, <laughs> I ain't never scared. Well, it's terrifying. No, it's going to happen this year. So God's mm-hmm. giving me a book. And uh, I just got to get very, very diligent. And uh, it's going to happen. And then it'll be, a, it'll be a back-to-back kind of situation with a book. Because the second one's ready to rock. It's already awesome. beyond where I thought it would be. So so that's what's happening. And so I'm looking forward to traveling more, speaking more, ministering mm-hmm. more outside. Mm-hmm. Uh, and... And it's already happening with, you know, we've got some conferences happening that we're speaking at this year, ministering at, so, which is, which is pretty delightful. And I just know God's put a lot on the inside. And so during this season, I've learned a lot, um, getting me ready for what God's going to do. So, yep. yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be, going to be litty. Mm-hmm. I'm super excited to hear. Yes. Hence yeah. the reason the word power couple, right? Come on now. Because you went from the person on a whole different pathway mm-hmm. to a person on sure. a different pathway mm-hmm. to now writing a book mm-hmm. going on ministering to people yeah. who sure. the world needs yeah. someone like ministries mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying and, and someone needs a minister genia and mm-hmm. someone needs a jewels by jewels it, it's, it's all yeah. different facets of where we are right now yeah. mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying so my last question for you okay I love it mm-hmm. my last question is um in the season that we're in, I know everyone talks about we're in the year of beyond, and mm-hmm, some people mm-hmm. are in the year of overflow, mm-hmm. and all these lovely different facets. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, what would you say to a young individual, like our our demographic, mm-hmm. our generation, like mm-hmm. to keep going? Because sometimes we get people disappointment tends to creep in sure. sometimes, and you just shut down, and you mm-hmm. don't know how to push past the disappointment. Yeah, like what would you say? You for the men, especially because yeah, yeah. guys have their own sure, little sure. their cloak, and then for young women. Okay, so whoever <clears throat> wants to go first, knock it out. You ready? Sure. Go. Cool. Okay, so for me, it may be a little bit different from what I would tell. I tell myself something else than what I would tell other people. Okay. All right. So, what I tell myself is much of what I tell myself for working out. Because mm-hmm. I don't want to do it. Contrary mm-hmm. to other people's mindsets about me, most of the time I do want to do it. <clears throat> But in those moments that I don't, you know what mm-hmm. I do? I just do it. Come on. Yeah. Even without the motivation. Mm-hmm. Even without the drive. Because the moment that I'm in it, that's when it starts to stir up again. Yeah, yeah. It's like, um, uh, it's like having uh, some water that it needs mm-hmm. to be boiled. Mm-hmm. You put the fire underneath it. <clears throat> you don't see anything happening. But something is happening. Mm-hmm. And the longer you keep the pot on the fire, that's when the results start to take place. Mm -hmm. That's when the water starts to actually boil, but you can't take the pot off of the stove. Mm -hmm. The moment you take the pot off of the stove, nothing happens. Right. So I tell myself that for working out, but I also tell myself that for other things, like um, just do it. Mm -hmm. I know I'm harder. I can be a bit hard on myself, but... That's how I talk to myself. Just do it. What are you sitting down for? Mm-hmm. Do it. Write something. Um, read the word. Uh, get up and pray. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. just do it. But I would say this to other people that don't have that type of personality like myself. <laughs> um, write it down. Mm-hmm. Prepare for 
what it is that you have to do. Yeah. Um, if you know that in the morning you want to pray and read, then you write it down. Prepare the night before. Make sure you go to bed early. Um, preparation's everything. Yeah, right? for sure. So if you can prepare for it, then um, it makes ways a little bit easier than just getting up and trying to do it. Yeah. Because you're going to get discouraged. This world is crazy. The enemy is dumb. Mm-hmm. And you have to prepare for whatever roadblocks you might um, stumble across. Mm-hmm. Are you going to be strong enough to jump over them? Or are you going to be like bold enough to even move them out of the way yourself? Yeah. So that's my way of looking at it. Make some preparation so that you don't have any room to fail. Mm-hmm. So that you don't have any room to tell yourself, no, I'll just stay in bed today. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. you have to make some preparation. I think that that would probably be my two cents for that. Gangster, gangster. Mm-hmm. That's because you're a G. That's why you talk to yourself like that. I do. I and do. And you talk to me like that. So I got to admit... I wasn't always a G. <laughs> but now, but who now are I'm you? a G. I'm a man of God. I love you, God. I do love you, God. You don't love God? I love God. What's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? So, I, I, when you just said that, something just stirred up in my spirit, Jules, that I don't think I've ever said before, mm-hmm. is you said, what, speak to the guys that may be going through a little something, something and getting discouraged. Mm-hmm. Discouragement is 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 like it's like a plant. Mm-hmm. If you don't feed it, it won't grow. It's good. Because every one of us, as we wake up every day, we have an opportunity to cave. Mm-hmm. Sure. But we also have an opportunity to soar. Mm-hmm. And I think it's just a matter of making choices in whom the in which God you're going to serve. And that happens on a daily basis. Like I read a lot of the secular stuff from Fortune 500 CEOs and very successful people. And one guy I read his read his his um his work and he says you know success is found in your daily routine Mm -hmm. so if discouragement is not a part of your daily routine Mm -hmm. it has no place to stay so that's something that you just totally avoided and it it literally does not have to happen to you especially Mm -hmm. now let's put the spiritual especially as a child of the most high god Sure. like what part of jesus's ministry was he discouraged Paul said, I tried to come to you. Daniel said, I tried to come to you, but I was at, but he found joy in the Lord. Mm-hmm. That is your strength. Mm-hmm. So you got to tie yourself to something and someone. Mm-hmm. And I say that very specifically because everybody right now in the body of Christ movement, you find yourself alone and discouraged because if the enemy can get you by yourself, you're not going to do well by yourself. Right. Yeah. So you better get with who God's called you to. And I'm not just talking about a mate, a partner, a marriage, soulmate. I'm talking about a mentor. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Some forgotten virtues in the body of Christ. The reason why I stand where I stand, where I stand today, is because I tied myself to somebody that's been where I've never been before. Mm-hmm. And I'm still standing next to that person. There's been times where I felt like I was ready to launch and soar. Mm-hmm. And I've launched and soared, but it was under the, 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 the leadership and direction of mm-hmm. my mentor. Right. So discouragement can't, it, it can whoop me by myself possibly if mm-hmm. I entertain it long enough, but it can't, it can't whoop us. Right. And so people are trying to stand by themselves. And so guys are finding themselves trying to figure out life by themselves. When God the Father, Jesus says, I don't say nothing unless I hear the Father himself saying these things. So mm-hmm. even he who is is God and was God walked as God mm-hmm. and as man didn't do this thing by himself mm-hmm. so get on alone mm-hmm. fast get connected to somebody that sees what you don't see been where you ain't where you haven't been yet and and it's gonna push you past mm-hmm. your discouragement mm-hmm. past your moment because discouragement again I go back to this it's like a tree mm-hmm. if you don't feed the joker it yeah. won't grow yeah. so have somebody in your life that got a stone to pass to you when you're feeling less than when you're feeling like Absalom David's brother yeah. mm-hmm. have a David in your life that ain't afraid to pick up a stone and knock a giant out for you and say let's go right, right. 
You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Stop trying to do life alone. You were never created to do life alone. And nothing good grows in the dark. <laughs> and right. and when two get together, we say we got some light happening. Mm-hmm. Like, matter of fact, we can blind each other. If you, the Bible says, the Bible says, the Bible says, the Bible says. Listen, if you and I know the Bible, get with somebody who don't know the Bible. Right. Mm-hmm. Make yourself available for people who don't know the Bible. Stop mm-hmm. shining your light in my eye, blinding me. Because a lighthouse next to each other is just two people blinding each other. Mm-hmm. Excuse me, get out there and become available because yeah. people are searching for light. They just don't know which direction sure, to go. Yeah. That's okay. So, so kill discouragement. Stop feeding that nonsense and get with somebody who's excited That's about right. life. Mm-hmm. Hang out with somebody. I know my, my most trying times in ministry is when I isolated myself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Because yeah. I was letting the old man, oh, I don't really, you know, I don't need to do that. And just, just feeling a little goofy. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm penalizing the body of Christ for what I'm not giving it during yeah. this moment. Because I'm trying to figure this out on my own. Mm-hmm. Well, what's the Holy Spirit for, sir? Right. Right? Ma'am. Ma'am. Yeah. yeah. Is he not the one who leads you and guides you into all truth? Not a truth. Momentarily, mm-hmm. I'm just trying to figure this out. Church better wake up and get off Hello. this new age influence and, right. and let the Holy Spirit do what he does. Yeah, unless you're going to find yourself uh, depressed and anxiety filled and all and all stemming from something that was fed right. by you subconsciously or not. Mm-hmm. Get connected with somebody because one could put a thousand, two could put ten. Right. So I would say to gentlemen today, stop making excuses for what you don't have. Connect with somebody who got what you have mm-hmm. and pursue. Mm-hmm. Oh, gosh. Help Big me with word. this one. Mm-hmm. Pursue something. Stop waiting for something to come to you. Pursue mm-hmm. what you want. Yeah. You create the conquer. There's a conquering line of mm-hmm. Judah on the inside of you. If you're born again, you're not born again. You need to get born again. That's where it all starts for you. Right. Right. But pursue purpose. Mm-hmm. Stop waiting for purpose to come to you. Mm-hmm. Pursue it. And I guarantee you, you don't have no room for discouragement. Right. That's that's my five cents, Jules. Right on. Two five. Two I gave you five. Five. Gave five. I got hype on that so one. So since you got hype on that <laughs> yeah, one, come on. I want you to pray yes. Amen. for the people. Now, not just male, but yeah, yeah. in general. Yeah, yeah. Lord, you're so good. Yes, Father, thank you for this opportunity to be thank here, you. God, next to my mm-hmm. beautiful wife and the amazing jewels. Mm-hmm. God, mm-hmm. thank you for the gifts um, that you've given each and every one of us, Father. Yes, we thank you, Lord, that you've... The greatest gift that we've ever received from you is your son, Jesus. And Jesus gave us what he considered to be the greater one, which is the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. And God, thank you for this amazing walk that we get to live, Father God. And I pray over those that may be listening to this podcast right now, Father God. I just say joy comes Mm -hmm. to you now. Mm -hmm. Prophetically, I speak and release a supernatural joy that would cause Mm -hmm. you to see that you like you've never seen before. Mm -hmm. I I call forth God the ministering angels to surround your word and aid it with assistance, yes. Father God, to make sure, to ensure that, that people are wake, uh, being awakened to their yes. promise, God, that you have on their life. God, that you call them for great and mighty things, Father God, that you call them to be, the, to, to, to be above and not beneath, Father God. I just thank you right now, Lord, that there's an awakening Hallelujah. happening in this generation, yes, Father, Jesus. that at the end of all of everything, Father God, you will say over them what you said over David, that they serve the purpose of God in yeah. their generation. Yes. Father, they didn't get caught up with the nonsense, with all the different mentalities and all this different, just wandering in the desert for 40 years. Father, there's a promised land and it's 11 days away. Yes. It's 11 yes. steps away. It's a, it's mm-hmm. a second away. God, and they're not going to spend time wandering around 
why you call them the fulfilled purpose and destiny, Father. Mm -hmm. So I just thank you right now for those who even maybe in the midst of what we just ministered to, God, that you would release a special anointing, Father God, to literally eradicate depression, anxiety, discouragement, doubt, fear, unbelief, all these things that are totally not of you, God. Mm -hmm. And I eradicate the mindset that you can't do something. God, you you said in your word that you we are more than conquerors through Christ Jesus. Today, for, for you, those of you who have received Christ, rise up to that new place. Amen. For those of you who have not received Christ, you can do all things through Christ Jesus. He is the way, the truth, and the life. You must place your faith in Jesus, yes. not just your church experience, but your eternal faith in the one who knows you better than anybody else. Yes. And so, God, today I just praise you, Holy Spirit, that you're going to do something special with this time, Hallelujah. special with the listeners right yes, now, Father, yes. that you're going to awaken something on the inside of them, God, that causes mm-hmm. them to go and do great and mighty things that they know not of Hallelujah. yet in mm. Jesus' name. Thank you, I thank you for everything. Jesus. I thank you for what you're doing. We ask it all in Jesus' powerful name. Amen. 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 Woo. Yes. So. I just want to take the opportunity to thank both of you. Mm-hmm. I'm like happy in a happy place right now because mm-hmm. it was good stuff. Um, Jedis CD is still out there mm-hmm. yes. for a purchase. Mm-hmm. So I am challenging every one of you who have not gotten her CD to go out there and get it. Yes. Um, it could be found on iTunes, and? Spotify, mm-hmm. anywhere else. Amazon. Amazon. Mm-hmm. Everywhere, all streaming platforms. You yeah. can get it. This is why he's here for it you. It is. It yeah. really is. So make sure you go out there and get that CD. Conquerors is the name. Conquerors, yes. Or you can just find her Jenya with her happy space on, her, on, the, on the album cover. Yes. yes. Um, thank you so much again for joining us. Thank you. Yes, for thank another you. episode of Jewels by Jewels. Yes. Till next time, God bless. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>